Hi everyone, it's Stephanie. Welcome or welcome back to the Sit Down with Steph podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode because I brought on my friend Jessica, who I've known for a couple of years now. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about our guide to starting your own business. So Jess owns a baking business called Bake with Love by DJ. She makes awesome sweets. Definitely check out her Instagram page. She mentions the username and everything in the episode. But I thought she'd be the perfect person to talk about with this guide. So we had an awesome conversation. We gave all of our advice on the various aspects that we think you should consider when starting a business. There's some great information in this episode. And as always, it is a fun conversation. So, I mean, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. And without further ado, let's just get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm here with my friend Jessica. What's up Jess? Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. I mean, I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for coming. I think we have a really, really good episode planned and I mean, you're such a fun person to talk to. So I knew that I was like, I need to get Jess on the show. It's just a matter of like when we did it. (laughs) Here we are. This is so good. So excited. I'm really excited for the topic. Yes, I know. It's it's a good topic. I mean, you guys clicked on this episode because you like this topic too. So, you know, we're all just going to have this conversation together. Yes, so, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can just, first of all, start by saying kind of how we know each other. So I met Jess, I think about, I was in grade 10. So it was three years ago which yes. is like it's been longer but it's it was three years ago and we kind of met because we went to the same school and we just were in like some clubs together and did a lot of things got to know each other through then and we've just been talking ever since Jess has been like kind of an older sister figure she just gives really good advice and she gives really good she does a lot of cool stuff with her business that is why She's coming on today to talk about starting a business, but I'm not going to just hype you up. I'm going to let you introduce yourself because you can do a way better job than I can. (laughs) Go for it. Okay. So I'm in my third year of university. Um, I'm studying to become a teacher. um, So I'm really excited about that. And I think that a lot of the passion that I have for teaching is kind of going into this passion I have now for like what I started my business on which is a baking business so it's kind of cool that I can be passionate about two different things and work really hard about two different things okay awesome yeah I mean this is you're super qualified to talk about this topic then in that case <laughs> but before we get into the topic of business I want to ask you the standard question that I ask all my guests that come on the show okay. my are like this is a routine now so they know it's coming the question is what is the best piece of advice you have ever received? It would be that anything that you love doing is never a waste of time. Wow. So no matter how small or how dumb you might think it is, it's never a waste of time if it brings you happiness. I think that's really good advice. Like, and especially, okay, the streak continues. I have to say, every time I ask my guest this question, it always ties into the topic of our episode. And I think that ties in so perfectly with like what we're talking about today because 
people always say like, I want to start a business. I want to start a business. But I think when we think of what we should do with our careers, we get so caught up in like money and what is supposed to be deemed a successful career. But when you're starting a business and when you're doing something like that, if you do something that you're passionate about, something that you care about, that's, what's going to make you happy. And that's exactly what you should do and what you should follow. So I think that's really good advice. And I love that it ties into today's episode. So that's really, but yeah. So speaking of, we've, we've hyped it up a little bit too much now. I think let's, let's get the <laughs> listeners into what they want to hear. So, I mean, first of all, Jess, you mentioned that you do have a business. Yeah. I follow it. It's awesome. I love <laughs> it. But just for some of the listeners who may not know a ton about your business, do you want to just like explain a little bit about it? Sure. So I started last October. Um, my mom and I kind of work on it together, which is really cool because that's another thing that makes us both happy is having that quality time. So we thought, why not? And um, one of our biggest things was everybody always loves our sweets, whatever we bake, everybody's like, oh my gosh, like I could totally buy this. And so we thought, why not actually do something of it? Because we have all this time on our hands and, you know, we're both happy when we do it and when we spend time with each other. So it just made sense. Um, but we, um, we have a baking business. Um, it's an Instagram page. So it's a small, um, small little thing, um, but it does keep us really busy. So we do things like cookies, cheesecakes, um, different cakes. Um, we do hot chocolate bombs in the winter, different things like that. So it's a lot of seasonal favorites. Awesome. I love the story behind it. I feel like so many people have that where like, you know, someone at, that bakes and you're like, oh my goodness, like your stuff is so good. If, if I would buy it. But I love that the fact that you guys actually like took that advice and you're like, okay, we can actually like market this product and sell our baking stuff and bring it to people like all over Toronto, which I think is so, so cool. And you get to spend time with your mom too, which that's yeah. got to be fun. Win-win. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> you mentioned that you're super busy. Yeah. Well, the business, I can only imagine <laughs> all the things that you have to do in a day, but would you be willing to tell us just what a day in the life of, you know, a bakery business owner kind of looks like? And I know it's probably not the same every day, but like, you yeah. know, what are things that you often do in your days now that you own your own business? Yeah. So one of the big things is that I am a full-time student. So that does take up quite a bit of my day and a lot of, well, most of the time that we've been doing this, I have been in school full-time. So it's been a lot of juggling around that, um, but it's not as simple as just baking it because we also have um, to make sure we have the right packaging for it, um, but we also have to make sure that we have the right ingredients because a lot of things are, you know, things that you wouldn't typically have in your house, like fresh peaches, fresh cherries, oh. things like that. So it's a lot of running around that you wouldn't really think of because usually when you bake your like planning everything out and you have everything set but when you have those last minute orders you're running around like crazy um so a lot of the baking that we did and what we do now too even in like the summer months going into starting school again we would do either late at night or early in the morning that makes sense I think especially because you are in school and I feel like your classes are often in the middle of the day 
Yes. That totally makes sense for you. <laughs> but I mean, awesome time management. I guess, what would be your best like time management tip for someone who maybe is like wanting to start a business or do like just balance something like outside of school? So like if they're super busy yeah. as well. Well, I would definitely say to plan out your day. That's my biggest thing. Schedules, lists. If you don't have lists, I don't know. I'd be so lost without all of mine. Um, but the other thing would be that you just have to make sure that you have enough time to actually take on what you want to take on. Because I think that if you overdo, like if you take on way too many things, like for orders, we have a certain amount of orders that we take per day because we don't want to be overdoing it because you don't want to get too tired. That's the burnout is real, especially combining school and work. I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that's really important. First of all, I am like one of the biggest advocates for the planner and the lists and the scheduling. I think <laughs> I've mentioned this so many times on my podcast now, but I love that it's coming back again because it's so important, like honestly, and staying organized and just making sure that you get to do everything that you want to do. But I love the idea of also like, you kind of have that, like this is how many orders we're going to take in a day. And, you know, we're not going to, take too many orders because then like you're going to get kind of like you said burnt out and you're not going to enjoy baking as much as because you're going to be so focused on okay like the orders and the money and all these things that have to happen that are like the yeah. businessy tasks you're not going to be able to really enjoy like no. baking and spending time with your mom and how much fun all that is so I think that's uh, something yeah. that can be applied in so many aspects of life so yeah knowing your limits and working upon that to make sure that you're always enjoying what you're doing and not putting too much stress or pressure on yourself so exactly and it's also like checking up on yourself like we did not realize that we had a capacity until we hit that capacity um so like for example at christmas we did hot chocolate bombs and we would take on maybe four or five orders per day and it was like every single day for three weeks plus i was in exams so that was just a lot of stress and pressure. And then that's when we realized that like weekend orders are probably our best bet when I'm in school and we should limit ourselves because we don't want to burn out. And again, like you said, we don't want to not love what we're doing because that's the whole point of what we're doing. Right. And I mean, like you definitely learn as you go along doing it. So I love that you said, you know, we kind of didn't know that we had a capacity until <laughs> we reached it. So that totally makes sense. I mean, we're always learning so be open to that be open to figuring out what's going to work best for you in any area of life and once you figure that out stick with it run with it and you're golden but yeah I mean Jess I love your business I I think I followed it like in the early days because I remember when you started you did. and I I mean I would definitely encourage my listeners to check it out I know you have an Instagram do you want to give us a little a little shameless plug here <laughs> it's at bakedwithlove.by.dj. Awesome, guys, check yeah. it out. She's really <laughs> cute stuff. I mean, if you're in Toronto, you should definitely check it out. Even if you're not, you can just look and be inspired because the stuff is really cute. Like I, I see it and I'm like, Jess, you make me just want to eat sweets all day. <laughs> like seriously. Oh, that, that, we're doing our job right then. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
yeah. So now that you guys have heard a little bit about Jess's business and we kind of know why she's super qualified to talk about this topic, we can get into our guide, which is why you want to listen to this episode, our guide to starting a business. So pretty much what we did is we just prepared a few different topics and headlines for this guide, I guess you could say. And we're just going to be talking about each one. So it's kind of steps to starting a business according to Jess and Steph. So let's, let's just get into it. The first one obviously is deciding if starting a business is right for you. So I think we hear a lot of the times people say, oh, I really want to start a business and that's my goal. I want to be an entrepreneur. And it's something that is a lot more common to hear nowadays, but I would say, don't just do that or fall into that trap just because you think it's popular. You have to really know if starting a business is the right route for you. So my advice, I think, and then I'll let Jess give her advice to this topic as well. But I would say, first of all, research is really important because I don't think that you can just say, okay, I want to start a business and the next day expect to just, you know, release a product and have hundreds and millions of followers and people knocking at your door to buy it because I hate to break it to you, but business does not really work like that. So research your kind of where you want to go in the market. So like it's, we call it in business a niche. So where's the area of the market that you're interested in entering? So for Jess, it was baking. So you just research and you see, you know, okay, like what competitors are there? What kind of products are most successful. And then when you collect all that research, you think, okay, is this something that I can do? So if, like Jess said, the chocolate bombs, the hot chocolate bombs are really popular in Christmas, you kind of find some recipes and you think, okay, would I be able to make this if I want to start a baking business? So my advice would definitely be researching in this space, but Jess, what do you think about this topic? I 100% agree. Researching is huge. Um, But the other thing is that you have to look at your own life and realize what you have going on and what could play a factor in the time that you have. Um, And I think that was probably one of the biggest things that we probably didn't consider as much as we should have. We made it work because that's we we learned from our experiences and that's definitely 100% a good thing. Um, and a lot of people can, and it's, it's a good thing that you just throw yourself into at the same time, but we weren't aware of how busy we would get so fast because we didn't expect it to blow up, um, so quickly, um, especially around Christmas time, because like Steph said, we did do hot chocolate bombs and it was crazy, like crazy, um, but it's just being prepared for the constant time that it's going to take because it's not like it's going to be oh I have an order on this day well this is the only day I'm going to be working on it it's getting the ingredients getting the packaging double checking that the person who's ordering is still interested and then actually going through and doing all the work the cleanup Um, and then with COVID too you have to be careful with disinfecting you have to be very cautious of what you're touching and what you should be wearing gloves for so it's a lot of a lot of things to consider before you want to throw yourself completely out there. Right. I think that's really important because then once you kind of, like you said, throw yourself out there, you are, you have this 
obligation to your customers and people who are following your business. So, you know, you start out and they see the product, they want to order it. And, you know, if all these people want to order it, then you're kind of, you owe it to them to kind of deliver. So definitely do your research and definitely take a step back and look at your own life to see if starting a business can fit into where you are right now. And if it's not going to fit right now, that's totally fine because maybe you reevaluate in three years, four years, five years, maybe even 10 years from now, and then it's the right time. It doesn't mean that starting a business is never going to be right for you. It's just that maybe right now it's not feasible because, you know, maybe you're in school or you have other commitments. So always keep it in the back of your mind, but just definitely do these things, research and look at your own life before you think that starting a business is perfect for you. But we did mention a super important part of business, and that is actually deciding what you want to sell. So the actual product or service. So you can come up with this concept or know that, okay, I want to enter the baking industry, but you might not know exactly what you want to sell. And that's okay because it doesn't mean that you have to know exactly what you want to sell. You just have an idea right now, but you will have to decide because that's what you're going to be marketing as your product or service. So I wanna highlight that this is a very personal decision because you ultimately are the individual who's going to be focusing a lot of attention on this product or service. So you definitely have to make sure it's something that you like and equally as important, something you see as being relevant long into the future. So not just a trendy thing that people are gonna lose interest in soon because if you kind of go with the trends, maybe you'll be successful, you know, for like two or three months and then the business will kind of die down. So you want to do something that has longevity in the marketplace and something that you also enjoy because it's going to be what you're going to be investing a lot of your time into. So you want to make sure you enjoy what you're doing. And okay, Jess, what do you think about this topic? Yeah, so I think this is really important, just like you said about the trendy thing. Um, I think that going with the trends is really great, um, but you have to be aware of what you're going to do next. Always planning ahead. Uh, we knew that when we did hot chocolate bombs that those weren't going to last until August, so we had to be ready for what we wanted to do next. That would still grab people's attention. Um, the other thing about deciding what you want to sell is that you want to be as specific as possible. One thing that I've learned through my own experience is that you don't want to sell everything and anything. Um, you don't want to give people like a million different options because then that's like you want to specialize in something. And I think that's one thing that I learned through actually doing it. Uh, we weren't as popular with certain things, but we were more popular with others. Like cupcakes are super popular now and that's like the majority of the orders that we receive and like pies in the summer that's like the biggest thing but things like cookies aren't so popular so you want to be aware of your audience and you want to be aware of what you're capable of handling but you also want to focus on those trends because that's how you draw people in yes for sure and I know we, we've just said a lot of things but don't let this overwhelm you it's this is all for the planning phase. So you're going to spend a lot of time in the initial stages of your business planning out and fleshing this idea out. And this is where you do all this kind of 
tedious work, I guess you could say. It's super important. Maybe it'll take you a little bit of time in the beginning, but like Jess said, it's it'll be much easier on you if you do things like specialize and not overwhelm yourself by offering literally everything. So a little bit of work now will definitely make running your business, I think, easier in the long run. So that is deciding what you want to sell. And the next part is your customers, which plays such an important part of the success of your business. I call them your customers, aka the people you have to win over. So Jess, what do you think about this section? Yeah, so one of the big things that we considered at the beginning was who we wanted to sell to. Do we want to sell to younger people? Do we want to sell to older people? And from there, that's kind of how we decided what platform we wanted to be on. So if we wanted to go for older people, we would have done Facebook or something along those lines, because that's like a more older audience on the app. Um, but we thought that we could get a more broad audience if we went through a platform like Instagram. So that was definitely... Um, a decision that we had to make early on because that helps also helps you decide what products you actually want to sell because you want to make sure that you're gearing it towards those older audiences but another thing that I would recommend is to like reach out to your family and friends we gave so many free samples like we were trying to get people hooked because we wanted them to tell their friends and that's how you start expanding um, and so you want to start with those people that you trust and who have been pushing for it. Like all those people that were always saying like, you guys should start a business. Like you guys are really good and they'll vouch for you and they'll help you expand. So it kind of works itself out. Right, I think word of mouth, we definitely underestimate how powerful it is. So I love that you guys did something like just giving away a couple free samples to those people. And I'm sure like they realized, oh my goodness, this is amazing and they told an exponentially larger amount of people and that just brought more customers to your business, which is amazing for you guys. So definitely word of mouth is important and you know, thinking about your customers and keeping that always in mind when you're trying to decide, especially what product you wanna sell. So I would say like along the lines of that is kind of sit down and create, I call it a customer profile. So kind of, flesh out the idea of what you think is your ideal customer. So consider things like demographics. So age, location, preference, style, finances, et cetera, all these things, and kind of paint a picture of what your ideal customer is like in your mind. And what this does is it really helps you understand who your target market is. So who you want to sell your product or service to. And that ultimately helps you make all your business decisions with that group in mind. And that's gonna help your customers, you and your customers that are going to build loyalty in that sense, because they know, you know, when I come to Jess's business, I'm gonna get high quality cupcakes and chocolate bombs or something. It's like, they know exactly what they're getting. They know it's good stuff. They trust other people who have heard about your business and they've told them about it. And ultimately when you achieve that customer loyalty, that's when you're, you know your business is going in the right direction when you have things like repeat customers and people who are just very devoted to your business. So yeah, I think we can definitely build that using those strategies. And I mean, we're talking a little bit about 
getting your business out there. You mentioned social media, which is a fantastic tool, but we could talk about some other ways as well to advertise and promote a business. So Jess, do you want to tell us kind of how you started promoting your business, how you kind of got it out there and then what you do today to advertise? Yeah. So one of um, the big things that grew our page was following all of our family and friends first. And from there, I would post on my personal page so that people would be aware, like, hey, I started a business. Um, And that definitely attracts a lot of followers. Another thing that was really great about um, growing our page in general was following other small businesses because the support that you get from each other is just outstanding. Like you make friends in places you look. I have a lot of friends through those small businesses. I don't know their names. I don't know. I don't know what they look like. And we just hype each other up all the time. So that's like a really great way. And like, they'll say, oh, I found somebody and I'm going to recommend them to you because you're nice to each other. You're supporting each other. And that's how you can grow your page big time. Another thing that we do that's like not necessarily social media based is business cards. Loads of business cards are going to be huge, especially for giving like an actual product, because a lot of the stuff that we do is for people to gift. So it's not necessarily for themselves. And once we have the business cards on it, that's how we got a lot of our customers is through, oh, I was gifted something from you and I really enjoyed it. Can I order it for this event? So it's really important to like always advertise yourself on all of your products because you want to make sure you're getting that credit for it and it'll grow your account big time. Right. I think I like the idea that you brought up like people will order, but it's not necessarily for themselves. Like they may be giving it away to someone and that person who's receiving the product like probably doesn't know where they got it from. So when you have that business card there or some sort of like contact information about your business, that helps them then like, you know, they enjoy the product and they are able to contact you directly and, you know, order more. And then you get, you build, start building that loyalty with that customer, which is what the goal is for this business or any business, I think. But I also want to discuss a little bit about social media because we talked a little bit about it. And I really like that you mentioned that, you know, Facebook, the different kind of target audiences for different social media platforms. So Facebook is maybe a little bit of a more mature audience, Instagram kind of a middle ground. And I know some businesses also now advertise and promote themselves on TikTok. And I think that's definitely a more younger audience. So I, I mean, I guys, you know, I have a podcast. I promote my podcast on various platforms. And I've definitely kept that in mind because you want to tailor your content and whatever you're posting on whatever platform to the audience on that specific platform. So bringing this back to what we said in the beginning, research and create that customer profile. So once you figure out what your ideal customers like and who you're trying to market your product to, then you can advertise to them through the various channels that make sense for them. So if you know that your ideal customer is on Instagram, you're gonna market on Instagram and you're gonna kind of create content for people who are in that age bracket that you're trying to market to. And something that I wanna say also is, is there's so much on 
growing a social media account for a business and content creation. And I mean, let me know if you want me to do another episode on that. Maybe we have just come back and we can talk about that in more depth. But I want to make it very clear that when you're starting a business account, this isn't like an extension of your personal account. It's like, it's an extension of your personal brand, like who you are, but it's not like another personal account for you to post, you know, your pictures of your vacation or whatever on that. This is a business. So it certainly reflects you because it is a part of your brand as an individual, but it is its own entity in the sense that it is a business. So you want to have a certain level of professionalism when you're posting on your business account, because like I said, it's not like a place for you to post your crying Snapchat stories or some things that you may post on your personal account, because these are your customers that you're interacting with. So you want to have a kind of, you can have a kind of personal relationship, but there has to be some sort of professionalism there, I think because it is a customer business relationship, not like, you know, like two super close best friends who've known each other for 15 years. So there's a little bit of a difference there, but there's so many tools, so many ways that you can advertise and promote your business. So business cards, social media, word of mouth, all these things. And I mean, you can definitely, if you have like a larger budget, you know, TV, print, commercial, all these things, but we're talking right now, you know, small business, you're just starting out, I, this is not sponsored, but I was younger. I had like a little tutoring business and I played piano for like events. And I just went on like Vistaprint and I think I got like a package of 500 cards and it was like $20. Do not quote me on this. There's probably been inflation. Prices definitely changed, <laughs> but just something. And it was so simple because I was like 10 years old. And if 10 year old me could figure out how to make my own business cards, you guys definitely can do it. So just going on like simple websites like that, printing business cards, getting like a chunk of, I don't know, 500 of those cards to start out and just putting them anywhere and everywhere, giving them to family and friends, putting them in your product. Just the goal is to get your business out there. And I think you can definitely do that with the tips that we've kind of mentioned today. So the next section that we have is a little bit less interesting, but I know we still have to mention it because it is a very important part of any business and that is funding and financing. So this is something that you really need to think about in the early stages again. So I cannot emphasize this enough that planning phase is so important. This is kind of this place where you decide whether you want to invest personal money, get a bank loan, ask relatives for loans, all these things. And really what that depends on is like how much ownership you want and how quickly you think you'll be able to pay your lenders back. So I really can't give personal advice on this because it is quite individual to each business. So don't be alarmed if your business is initially in the red. So maybe you're making a loss the first year. That would just probably be because of these costs and eventually they will be leveraged out by your profits in the long run. But yes, so there are some sunk costs in the beginning and that might scare you off, but don't let it because you will grow your successful business if you follow our tips. And I definitely think that you can work towards making profits very soon. Jess, what are your thoughts on this topic? I definitely agree with everything you just said. It's such a boring topic and I swear it doesn't even get any more interesting as you're going through. 
it's it's just it's just part of it and it sucks but it's really important to think about because you want to make sure you're not um underpaying yourself because yeah. your work your time your energy the products you need to be paid enough for it and a lot of people might have opinions on funding and you just got to go with what you think don't ask your family for advice on that because only you know how much you're putting in um, and you don't want to get discouraged by that um, if somebody tells you that your product should be a lot lower than it is and I think that's like a really popular thing now on social media is seeing people say oh this is too expensive for that but really you're not considering things like energy you're using an oven for a long time for my business so like that's a lot of energy um, washing the dishes after and cleaning up after so it's a lot of things you have to consider because you want to make sure you're pricing your products properly. Um, but another thing is that it will cost money. It's not going to be free. And it's a personal investment in yourself too because you, if you're starting a business, you're probably very passionate about what you're doing. Um, so there will be some costs, um, but there's going to be a lot of really great aspects of it too. And it'll only get better over time as long as you're you know, pricing yourself fairly. Yes, for sure. I think don't let the initial kind of costs scare you off. If this is something that you're passionate about and you really believe in your product or service, go for it. You will be successful. It might take, you know, a little bit of time to get used to everything and how everything works, but I am certain that you can make it work. So right now we just have a little section of our little last tips or random things that we wanted to mention that maybe didn't fit in like any of those topics, but we still think are important to remember when starting a business. So I can give you mine and then I'll pass it over to Jess. One of my favorite tips is getting one or more mentors and talking with them regularly. And when I say mentor, I mean, it really can be anyone who inspires you, but I would say preferably have people with expertise in your field or who have started a business before because that just makes sense with what you're doing. So you want someone who maybe knows the ins and outs of business and maybe that's one mentor. And then maybe you have someone else who, I'm just gonna keep using the baker example, but say you have someone who has a successful baking business. Like if I wanted to start a baking business, I would talk to Jess. And I just be like, okay, Jess, let's kind of talk. This is my idea. You know, what is your advice? What do you think of this? And we would have a conversation about that. I think it's so important to have mentors and just have people that you can turn to, to get advice on, because sometimes we get a little bit clouded by the fact that, you know, oh, we're CEO of this business. You know, I know it all and I don't need to listen to anybody else. And that's not the best place to be in because listening to other people for advice and not just relying on what you think is right is so valuable because we may miss different perspectives. And there might be things that it's like those moments where you're like, someone tells you something and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that I missed that. So talking with someone else, mentors are so valuable, especially if they are, have expertise in your field. And one other thing that I want to mention is we've kind of touched upon it, but please remember not to stress yourself out too much with your business. Your business is supposed to be something that is enjoyable for you. It's supposed to kind of enrich your life, not 
stress you out and make you sick over. So I would advise you to try and set some time where you won't check your emails or phone or social media accounts because if you don't set these limits, then you're basically working all the time and you don't have that work-life balance. And like we said earlier, that can lead to negative things like burnout and really prevent you from enjoying what you're doing with your business and like why you started initially. So remember that this business is supposed to be an enjoyable thing. You love what you're doing. That's why you picked the topic. You're passionate about it. So set some boundaries, try and have a good work-life balance and just remember that this is something that you enjoy doing. So don't sweat the small stuff about it, honestly. <laughs> Jess, what do you think? I agree with everything, especially the burnout point. Uh, you are passionate about it, which is why you're starting it in the first place. And it would be such a shame to lose something that you're so passionate about because of overworking yourself. Because you, in the end of the day, like you want to keep that passion and take it one day at a time. You're not going to walk in and start this perfectly. I'm still learning along the way um, because there's so many new like things that I had not even considered when I first started that now just make so much more sense. Make sure, making sure you're getting advice like Steph said, that's a big thing because you really don't know what you're expecting until you throw yourself in head first. But with all that being said, don't be discouraged by that. A little bit of hard work can lead to a lot of really great reward. And honestly, it could be one of the best choices you ever make. You just got to put in some work and uh, hope that it takes off. Right. And I mean, if you've listened to us and you think after all of what we've discussed, you think that this is still something that you're interested in, something you want to do, I say go for it. Like, you won't know if it's going to work out for you, if it's not going to work out for you, unless you don't try. So go for it. Put yourself out there. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work. And you just go back to living your life how you were, but you already know that, you know, I tried and you have that satisfaction. You're not always wondering, oh, but what if? you know, I tried and you're just living with that regret. So we say, go for it. We prepare this guide for you. We hope it helps, but that is all we have for the guide today. So, I mean, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. This was amazing. I mean, like I said, you're super qualified to talk about this. I love your business. I <laughs> all the listeners love the business, love hearing you talk. This was awesome. Thanks so much. I really had a great time talking about this. I hope it was helpful. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Guys, let us know if you enjoyed this episode. As always, leave a review or message me on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, the TikTok. You can find me pretty much on any platform. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, Jess, for joining. That's all we have for you guys today. Okay, everyone, that is it for my episode with Jess on our guide to starting a business. I really had a great time recording this episode. I think there was so much good stuff in this episode. I mean, I learned a lot just listening to Jess's experience starting her own business. So I hope that you learned some things that you can take away and really think about if you are considering starting your own small business. As always, remember to subscribe, follow, rate, and review the podcast if you enjoyed this episode and if you're excited for more episodes of the Sit Down With Steph. And you can also follow the podcast on social media. 
So the username for the Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook is at the sit down with staff. And then the username for the Twitter is at the sit down with one. So feel free to interact with me on those social medias. Reach out, tell me what you think of the episodes. I cannot wait to hear what you all think. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you all will join me again next time. Bye. Thank you.